Hey guys, welcome to the Emetophobia podcast. This is Casey. Today I'm going to finish up the episode on Emetophobia and friends. So this is the episode that if you have some friends um, who uh, have emetophobia and you want to be a better friend to them, this is the episode for you. So um, <clears throat> I did a little bit of reading on Reddit last night about this and uh, what I came up with was there's a few things. I mean, I touched on them pretty well in the other uh, episode, but I just want to reiterate so the understanding, so being more understanding towards your friends who have emetophobia is a big deal with us. So what I mean by that is um, don't ever put us down. Don't ever make us feel bad about it. It's not our fault. We're not in control of it half the time. Um, if we have a panic attack, be there for us. Don't push us away and tell us to just go deal with it. Um, be a good friend. Be an understanding friend. Be there for us. Uh, another thing I want to really touch on is um, triggers. So there's a lot of things that can trigger us. Um, and what they were talking about on that, that post I saw was there's like stains on the ground that can trigger us. There's certain animals that will trigger. It kind of depends on what our original reasoning was for our metaphobia, like what originally caused it. Um, and the way they explained it too was that a lot of times we get stuck in situations we can't get out of. And that's what we're afraid of. We're, we're kind of, uh, when you have emetophobia, it feels like all the time you want to be in control and get away from the things that make you feel anxious. So if we're stuck in a car or a plane or a boat or in a party or somewhere that we're not familiar with, um, we feel very uneasy and it's a very um, good chance we'll have a panic attack or some sort of like freak out moment there while we're in that situation. So um, just be mindful of that. And if we're in a vehicle with you and we're the passenger and we say, Hey, I need you to pull over and just let's chill for a minute. I'm starting to have a panic attack. Don't be a dick about it and tell me just to get over it. Don't tell me that, um, Oh, it'll be okay. Just, we're almost there. Um, it's okay to divert the attention to something else. But if I'm really having a panic attack, making me do things I don't want to do, is not going to help me out. So I also learned in that, uh, another big deal is, um, not letting us do the OCD things and the, the, uh, so for instance, um, the, the girl out there was explaining how she filters out water six times before she drinks it because she's afraid it's going to be contaminated. Um, that kind of stuff. If, if you're a friend of ours and you see us doing something like that, um, don't tell us not to do it and say, come on, you're crazy, but say, Hey, maybe the water's clean. Like <laughs> maybe you're good. Come on. Let's, let's try to drink it real quick. Okay. Maybe not six times. Let's only, let's filter it three times. Okay. Just try to be helpful for us there with our little OCD rituals um, and help us to realize that it's not always a good thing to do those types of things. Um, and it can be a little bit, uh, it can make us backtrack on the pro- the progression we're making in our recovery sometimes when we start doing the, the crazy things like, I, no, I'm not saying they're crazy, but the, uh, the perceptively crazy things like uh, filtering water six times or washing your hands eight times in a row or... Uh, uh, I don't know, just random little ticks that we have, or like eating a hundred pieces of gum a day. Like maybe, maybe limit our gum intake. You know what I mean? Just something nice that a friend can do to help us out. Um, I also want to explain what to do when we have panic attacks. Um, so if we're in a party with you and we start having a panic attack and freaking out and you see that, um, instead of asking us a million questions and like trying to make us have a good time, uh, take us outside. Get me, let me get some fresh air. Sit down with me for a minute. Um, let's do a breathing exercise. Show me physically that you're breathing like, like in and out, make your chest get real big and then real small, like 
show me that and let's do that stuff together and then let's talk about a story um tell me a, a funny story of something that happened the other day to you or um try to get my mind off of the panic attack as much as possible um if i need to be left alone and you see i'm really freaking out and i keep telling you i need to be left alone let, leave me alone for a minute let me calm myself down when the when the panic attack passes come bring me some water maybe some pretzels or some crackers or something and then we'll continue on with our day and, and hopefully i can become uh a little less stressed out as the night goes on. I think it's just the initial fear of going places or being in a place that we don't like uh, that will end up giving us a panic attack. And then we just need to calm down, reset, and then go back in with a different mindset. And thinking positively instead of negatively as a friend is a great idea for you guys. So if, if we're having those panic attacks, don't try to beat us down and tell us, oh, come on, just get over it. You'll be fine. Like, let's just get back in there. You know, we just got to like do this. That's not going to help me at all. It's going to make me way more pressured to do things that I don't want to do. And it's going to make me in turn have more panic attacks. So being calm, positive, helping me through the panic attack completely, and then taking me back inside or wherever we were before and trying to reset that whole situation is probably the better idea versus being negative and pushy and uh, wanting me to do the things that you want to do. You know what I mean? So um, we can't control this sometimes. It's not our fault. We're not doing this to give everybody a hard time or be annoying. It's just something that we cannot deal with. Also, with the food thing. So um, don't beat us down over food. It's not our fault. Like sometimes we just can't eat. Uh, but if we can't eat, also, that's another thing you can help us with. So don't, don't push me to eat something or don't make me eat it. But offer me things. Say, hey, I got some pretzels here. I got some crackers. Uh, something easy. I got a piece of bread if you want. You know, maybe I could just give you something small that you can snack on while you're having a little panic attack here. Maybe that can help you if you're feeling nauseous. Maybe you're just hungry. Um, don't be a dick about it and say, wow, you're probably just hungry. Why don't you just eat? Like, don't be like that. But come to us and say, hey, you know, you might just be hungry. Um, maybe it's just hunger pains and it's not really nausea. And maybe you just need to eat something, a little something or, or, or something like that. And here's some water and some bread and some pretzels. Uh, I just, you don't have to eat them, but if you want to, here you go. And most of the time, if somebody did that for me, I would start eating those pretzels because I don't feel obligated to. I just feel like they're there for me. And so that's a good thing to do for sure. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought. I have some really bad allergies this morning. It's terrible. I don't know why with this warmer weather, the, the, the pollen is out or something because... I don't know how there's pollen. All the all the leaves are dead. The trees are all dead. So I don't understand where all this pollen is coming from. But oh, it's been a terrible morning with allergies. So, yeah, just being there for us is a big deal. Um, being supportive of the situation and, and not breaking us down and being a dick is, is the number one thing you could probably do. Um, and, oh, with the food thing, if, if we say we need to throw some food away and you don't think it's bad, just let us do it, please. I know it's such a, like, negative thing in your mind, but for us with emetophobia, if we know some food has gone bad or been left out too long, or, uh, there's just, there's that, that mind thing where we think there's going to be bacteria that can give us food poisoning and we're literally never going to eat that again. So there's just no point in keeping it. If you're going to eat it, go for it. But like, I don't want it in the fridge cause I don't want the chance of it being served to me in some way. So if we tell you we need to throw some food away in the fridge that we... Because the instance on the, the post I read was uh, a girl was at a house and the freezer got left open all night. And the food was still cold, but her mom was like yelling at her saying, your, your emetophobia is uh, just coming in with the way of everything all the time. We're not throwing all the food away. That's an entire freezer full of food, yada, yada, yada. But she knows as an emetophobic that she's not going to eat that food ever again. Her family may eat it. 
But she's now afraid that they're going to serve her some of that food behind her back because they're just like, oh, she's just crazy. She'll be fine if she eats this. But that's not the way we think about things. If you served us food like that, we look down and see those chicken tenders we just saw in the fucking freezer that were completely thawed out and, and not good anymore. We're going to freak out if we eat those or we're just not going to eat those things. And that's just it's not positive in the long run. So maybe don't throw every single thing out of the freezer, but maybe put all the stuff that's bad that you think is still good as a person who doesn't have a metaphobia to the left side. And I'll put my stuff on the right side and we don't mingle our stuff together because that's a big deal for us. Yeah. Also, um, uh, associating out parts of the refrigerator for different things is a good idea as well. So maybe top shelf is my shelf. Bottom shelf is your shelf. Bottom two drawers. The left one's mine, right one's yours. You know what I mean? Like always label things so that we don't ever have the chance of contaminating our food with your food. Um, cause you never know, maybe you took chip dip and you just kept dipping chips in and like got all your slobber in there. And now I, I don't want to eat that stuff. You know what I mean? It's just something that I can't physically do. So, um, kind of uh, separating all the things out so that they're in their own places is a good idea as well. Um, if you just want to be beneficial to the situation, um, trying to think of some more stuff real quick. I'm kind of losing train of thought. This is all just stuff I read last night. I'm trying to keep it all retained in my brain, but I have a very fast brain. So I, I, everything kind of comes and goes pretty quickly when I think about things. So yeah, just helping us out there, panic attack, being understanding, um, being there for us when we need you. If, if I need to call you on a day where I'm having a panic attack, um, if you're busy, I understand, but if you're there to talk, man, come talk to me, help me out. Give me a story. Give me something to talk about. Get my mind off the panic attack until I can calm myself down. Uh, that's a big deal for me. I like being able to call my mom or my friends and say, Hey, you know, like I'm having a panic attack right now. I know everything's okay, but I just need you for a minute. Like I just need you there to talk to me so I can have some, some distraction. So all that being said, I think that's going to be the end of episode two for the, uh, uh, emetophobia and friends losing train of thought here. (laughs) I'm too hungry this morning. I'm so starving. But um, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. If you want to reach out to me, I'm over at The Emetophobia Podcast on Instagram, Podcast at gmail.com for the email, and emetophobias.com. There's a contact us page on there as well, and the whole podcast is there too. Uh, please come share your story if you'd like to. I'd love to hear you guys' stories. If you want to send me an email um, at Podcast at gmail, or you can go... Um, on the website to contact us and you can just fill out that whole form and uh, it's just a name email and then your story so i'll get that right to my direct email and you guys can tell me your story maybe i'll uh, tell a couple of them on the podcast someday so you guys have a wonderful day um your homework for today is ooh, it's a hard one i'm running out of homework ideas here <laughs> uh your homework for today get outside it's gonna be a nice day today go outside have a walk Go to the end of the street. Make it to the stop sign. You got this. I love you guys. Have a good day. We'll see you on the next one. Peace out.